It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, doing pretty good, man. Been busy, 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 but I'm ready to get to this. What about you? I am. We got a lot to talk about with some baseball basketball talk. Let's get it, brother. I'm looking forward to this. This has been fun weekend and week of baseball. Looking forward to talking Big about Big balls, it. little balls, what you want? Oh. We're going to mostly be talking about the little ball. <laughs> but here we go. Are you ready? Let's go, bro. The records from the previous week, starting from the bottom to the top in the American League. The Orioles went 3-5. and five. The Rangers went 5-1. and one. Twins, 5-2. and two. Royals, 4-3. and three. Tigers also went 4-3. and three. Indians, 2-6. and six. Angels, 2-4. and four. A's and Mariners both went 3-3. Three and three. Yankees went 1-6. Blue Jays, 8-1. and one. Red Sox, 2-5. and five. White Sox, Astros and Rays all went three and four. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the National League, the Diamondbacks went one and four. Pirates four and three. Nationals three and five. Marlins three and four, as well as the Cubs three and four. Rockies three and five. Mets three and four. Phillies three and five. Cardinals four and four. Reds two and five. Padres two and three. Braves five and two. The Brewers six and one. The Dodgers went four and three. Jeez, criminally. And the Giants went seven and oh my god. Anyways. They went 7 and oh. Yeah. Dude, they're cheating. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but we're going to end up talking about it anyways. Don't want to talk about it. we got to talk about it because, you know, we're unbiased with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. So the, the, so the standings as follows in the, Ameri- uh, yeah, in the American Lake East. The Rays still on top at 89-54 with a 622 win percentage. The Red Sox have climbed back into second place in the division, are 81 and 63 with a 563 win percentage. There we go. Eight and a half back. Blue Jays are 80 and 63, passing the Yankees, and are now 559 win percentage and nine and a half or nine back. Sorry, 
The Yankees are 79 and 63 with a 556 win percentage and a half game behind the Blue Jays, but nine and a half against the Rays. And those lovely Orioles that we'll be talking about momentarily even more are a now an unbelievable 51 games below 500 at 322 win percentage and 43 games behind the Rays. I'm pretty sure we can officially announce that they are no longer in the hunt for a wild card spot. Boy. Officially eliminate the Orioles. <laughs> Man, what's up with the Orioles, bro? Well, we need to talk about what they did. Do they weekend. have any fans? I don't know anymore. <laughs> in the Central Division, the American League, the White Sox still lead the division at 81 and 61 with a 571 percentage. Indians are 69 and 72, three games under 500 at a 489 win percentage and 11 and a half back. The Tigers are eight games under 500 at 68 and 76, a 472 win percentage. 14 back. The Royals are 14 games under 500 at 64 and 78 with a 451 win percentage and 17 back. And the Twins are 16 games under 500 at 63 and 79 with a 444 win percentage and 18 back. Out west in the American League, the Astros still lead the division at 82 and 59 with a 582 win percentage. The Mariners and A's are both tied at 77 and 65 with a 542 win percentage and both are five and a half back against the Astros. The Angels are two games under 500 at 17-72 with a 493 win percentage and 12 and a half back. And then there's the Rangers. <laughs> They're 52 and 89 with with a 369 win percentage and 30 back of the Astros. Back here on the East Coast with the National League, the Braves are 75 and 66, still leading the division with a 532 win percentage. The Phillies are just a game above 500 at 72 and 71 with a 503 win percentage and four back. The Mets are a game under 500 at 71 and 72 with a 497 win percentage and five back. The Marlins are 22 games below 500 at a 423 win percentage and 15 and a half back. <clears throat> and the Nationals are <laughs> quite a ways behind everybody at 59 and 84 with a 413 win percentage and 17 back. But not too far behind the Marlins. <laughs> In the National League Central Division, the Brewers look like they're about to seal, seal that <laughs> division up. As they are 89 and 55 with a 618 win percentage. The Reds are 75 and 68 with a 524 win percentage and 13 and a half back. The Cardinals are trying to move back into contention as they're 72 and 69 with a 511 win percentage and 15 and a half back. The Cubs, after a nice winning streak, have played like crap lately with 65 and 78 with a 455 win percentage, 23 and a half back. And the Pirates. Are miserably 52 and 91 with a 364 win percentage and fit in a 36 and a half back. And out west in the National League, the Giants are 92 and 50 with a 648 win percentage. The Dodgers are 90 and 53 with a 629 win percentage and two and a half back. The Padres are 74 and 67 with a 525 win percentage and 17 and a half back. The Rockies are 66 and 78 with a 458 win percentage and 27 back. And finally making it to the under 500 club at 50 games below, 46 and 96 are the Diamondbacks with a 324 win percentage and 46 behind the Giants. Woo boy. Oy. I'm glad I'm not an Orioles or a D-backs fan. Right. Which is funny, you used to be a D-backs fan at one point. Yeah, I don't think we ever called them D-backs, bro. No, we called them the Diamondbacks, but I'm calling them the D-backs because they have to earn that diamond. <laughs> so until then, they're D bags. That's right. I could call them D bags to keep this up. Ooh. Or maybe I'll call them uh, diamond bags. 
Anyways, so here's some latest news. The record for no hitters thrown in a single season for a league for the league, sorry, has now reached nine as the Brewers combined for a no-no on Saturday in their win over the Indians. Starting pitcher Corbin Burns pitched eight innings of no-hit baseball before being pulled in favor of Josh Hader. Burns has thrown an eight-game and two-thirds no-hitter in college as a junior, though again didn't finish the game. With approximately two weeks left in the season, for, in the, uh, in the, season the chance for double-digit no-hitters still is a possibility, especially as teams try different lineups and give young pitchers some game time that opposing teams haven't yet seen. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the ninth no-no for Major League Baseball? Gotta love it, dude. I, I mean, as a baseball fan, you, you gotta love this, man. I love watching no-nos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, nine? Mm-hmm. Nine, bro. Nine. What the heck are they putting in their Wheaties, dude? I don't know. So we have the modern-day record, and we now have the overall record now is at nine. Beating the uh, dead ball error record of eight. That's just crazy, dude. And like I said, still two weeks, about approximately two weeks. It's about two and a half weeks, really, on if you want to be technical. Um, maybe a little closer to three, but there's still a good opportunity. And the way about the next pitch we're about to talk about, who took a no-no into the eighth inning, we or actually a perfecto in the eighth inning. There's a good chance we might even see him do one um, before the year's out. Speaking of that pitcher, that would be Max Scherzer, the newest member of the 3,000 strikeout club, as he just needed six uh, strikeouts against the Padres to join the club and be the 19th member. And he got there with the help of an immaculate inning in the second inning. An immaculate inning is when a pitcher is striking out the side in order on nine straight pitches. That put him two away from 3,000, which he would get later in the game. Scherzer has an argument for the NL Cy Young Award as he's, as, since he has come over from the Dodgers or to the Dodgers, and has been darn near unhittable, and like I said, took a perfecto into the eighth inning. That's pretty freaking sweet, dude. You gotta love stuff like this. Um, and as a as a baseball fan, you know, I can I can only wish that I was a kid right now, right? Because watching stuff like that that is so inspirational and and just you know it, it's cool, dude. And, and for those that are trying to get their kids in. To baseball, now was definitely the time to be watching baseball because of all these things going on right now. It's just like, whoa, dude. We got great hitters. We got great pitchers. It's a great time to be paying attention to baseball, finally. As long as they don't go at the end of the year and go, everybody's on steroids. Sorry, guys. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's always a possibility. But it's been fun to watch, and I can't wait to see how the season ends. Hopefully, we're hosting another banner in Dodger Stadium next year. Yes, baby. Though so the way we're going, our uh, streak is for consecutive divisions might be over. We'll talk about that here. In a minute. Yeah. So the Orioles continue to continue to mutter in obscurity as they were annihilated by the Blue Jays to the tune of a twenty-two to seven victory. This last weekend was the opening weekend for the NFL, but that score in Baltimore looked to be more of a football game rather than a baseball game. The Blue Jays were, uh, would score 10 runs in the third inning, aided by their second grand slam of the game. Vlad Guerrero also hit his 44th home run of the season, which brought him into a tie for the lead with Shohei Otani. And we all know how much we love Shohei on this show. So, Oh, man, dude. That's just crazy, man. Like, at what point do you wave the white flag and say, okay, we're done, we're done. Right. Two grand slams in one game? Yeah. Dude. 
That's not even right. It's not. It's definitely not. It's unbelievable. Uh, the Orioles' starting pitcher lasted two innings, gave up seven earned runs. It was a nightmare for him. <clears throat> you ain't going to be a starter next year, bro. Yeah, you might not be a starter over the rest of the year, bro. Yeah, that's there you right. go, right? Because that was just Ooh, that's, awful. That's that's bad. And it was. And it looked... And I, at, least, at least the Blue Jays, I would like talking about the fact that they're still in playoff hunt. This wasn't just two bad teams and one team just happened to not beat the other. At least the Blue Jays are trying to make the playoffs where the Orioles just are trying to make it through the season. Yeah, they're just trying to like finish the season as quickly as possible. and run. All right. So as predicted by us last week, the Giants took the rubber match against the Dodgers on Sunday, that last Sunday. Since then, they have expanded their lead over the Dodgers as they won seven straight, and the Dodgers had their usual struggles in St. Louis against the Cardinals. It looks as though the Dodgers' streak of consecutive division titles, which currently stands at eight, is in jeopardy. Cooper, your thoughts on the Giants? And their possibility of winning the division. Uh, they can win the, the division all they want, but they can't say they've done it that many times now. All right, that's true. So, I mean, let them have it, dude. Who cares? I mean, it sucks. Us being Dodgers fans, we, we love to see that streak continue. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. And who knows? You know, they, they could be playing good baseball now, but wait till playoffs come around. Yeah. Everything changes in October, bro. Right. And uh, so. we're getting Kershaw back this week, and I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, Kershaw, Bueller, and Scherzer as your three starting pitchers going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, boy. i like to see you try to beat us in the seven-game series. All right. And so we're going to switch from the diamond to the hardwood. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. So the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm sorry we're talking about the Lakers again, but they're the no, only ones not. making moves. Don't, don't, they're the only don't ones making lie. moves. You don't, it doesn't matter. You want to talk about the Lakers. Come on, you homer. I know, but they're the only ones making moves. Yeah. Right so the Dodgers. Uh, Dodger, <laughs> I was well, in the right one. Whatever market. LAT this is, we're speaking of. Let's go there. Right. The Lakers have made another <laughs> move this offseason. The team has traded center Marc Gasol. A second-round pick in cash considerations, which turned out to be $250,000, to the Memphis Grizzlies for the rights to draft rights to Wang Zeeland, a center from China. This does save the Lakers about $10 million in salary and luxury tax. The Grizzlies will subsequently waive Gasol, who plans on staying in Spain this upcoming season, to be with his family. Citing the Orlando bub- bubble in, the mid- in mid-2020 and the strain of the condensed 2020 and 2021 season, Gasol wants to be with his family. Gasol was an important tra- piece for the first time he was traded to the Grizzlies by the Lakers when the Lakers received Mark's older brother, Paul Gasol, that helped the team reach three straight NBA Finals, winning two of them, giving Kobe his five total rings. Mark had an excellent NBA career as he was a top center for the Grizzlies and would even help the Raptors win the NBA title in 2019. Cooper, this is um, kind of sad and... Kind of somber, bro. Somber, but I mean, I get it. He wants to be with his family. His family's been pretty much been stuck in Spain, Spain since the pandemic. Um, he's going to end up playing for a team in Spain and then probably continue playing for the national team as well when they do international games. So I, I don't blame him in that aspect at all, but it's just kind of sad because I was, I was kind of really rooting for him to come back to L.A. as a Laker and win a title like his brother did for us. But unfortunately, it was just not meant to be. 
Yeah, unfortunately, that didn't happen, and uh, you know, but at least he gets to be with his family, and and this this deal works out for the Lakers and works out for him. So it is what it is. It does suck, but it is what it is. It is, but um, but you know, who knows? Down the road, maybe he'll try one more time in the NBA, and that team could be the Lakers or just any any team that would just be happy to have Gasol just for his leadership quality, and maybe. One day, maybe he might actually come back to the league as a coach because I think he could do it if he really wanted to. He can, um, you know, he's got that capability. He's been obviously with U.S. United States players, so he knows how that camaraderie goes. But he's also a coach who can also be there for the international players, being that someone has played for Spain or with Spain and all that. Um, and you know, so I think that would be even good for him too if he decided to try coaching. If he wanted to, I don't know if it's definitely ever it's going to be his attention. But I mean, I'm just saying he's got that. Interesting to see what he does, huh? <clears throat> it is, but I, I'm glad he's at least going to continue his playing his career in Spain. So it's there good for go. him, and he gets to be with his family, which is always important to be with your family. So that was fun, wasn't it? Definitely, man. This was this was a good night. Good. Good stuff going on in the MLB. Mm-hmm. A little bit of stuff in the NBA. Yep. And uh, we're coming at you tomorrow night with some NASCAR football NASCAR talk. football talk. As we got the NFL opening weekend to discuss. Yes, baby. What's up? And probably also the biggest upset of the weekend. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. I won't spoil it for you, but you already know who it is. Come on. You can just tell by the way I'm saying it. <laughs> if you know who my teams are, you should know who the biggest upset of the weekend was. You should know. And also, by the way, our team that won in the upset is the epitome of the sports metaphor. You could play a team ten times, and they may win nine out of ten, but it always takes that one. We are the epitome of that, by the way, because we have played them for the, that was our tenth time playing that school, and we finally beat them. Right. So we are the epitome of that sports metaphor. We may face them ten times and lose nine, but it just takes that one. You have to have the right coach the right group of guys and this was just it dude it was it was amazing i can't wait to talk about it tomorrow and it also helps that you didn't play them in a bowl game and the referees are helping them helping them beat you because the ncaa doesn't like your school yep and what they do even though we inspired a revolution with our jerseys and our play on the field yes but we finally did it yes Anyways, so we got a lot to talk about. It was a great weekend. It was a surprising weekend. And I am so pissed at Aaron Rodgers, and I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fantasy football. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. When you pick Aaron Rodgers for your fantasy football quarterback, and he does that, <laughs> how do you... Oh, I can't wait to talk like, about it tomorrow. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait either, because this is kind of odd, dude. I should have started Herbert. <laughs> I wish something would have told me what I was about to witness Sunday. Because then I would have started Herbert if I would have known. that the, If I could have just had an inkling. But oh, anyways, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, on Thursday, we'll be back with AEW Talk. And Cooper is going to be on location from not here. Yeah, from... Uh... 
St. Augustine. St. Augustine. So he's going to be relatively in the AEW area. Yes, sir. This should be fun, dude. Over there on the coast. Without me. Jerk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Someone's got to watch the dogs. <laughs> Them dogs. Yeah, dogs. D-O-G-G-S. Dogs. Yeah. Uh, basically, as many as dogs we have, it's basically two Gs. We, we got a pack nowadays. Right. And somebody's got to lead the pack while the pack leader's gone. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't eat you or you don't kill them. <laughs> don't be so, giving away my secrets. <laughs> there's that. Dang it. <laughs> oh, but then, of course, we'll be back with WWE talk on Saturday. And boy, do we got some things to brag about for Cooper. Yes, we do. Did I get the insider before the inside scoop came in, or what's up? That's right. You already were on it before they even mentioned it happening, and it is going to happen, more than likely, and you already had the thought of it. Let's just give it this, and they were like... Does this mean Cooper should be writing for some sort of wrestling company, maybe? Maybe. Could it also... Maybe. I mean, it's kind of cool because, you know, it was just a few weeks ago that we started writing about Shohei Otani and then all of a sudden Colin Coward was talking about Shohei Otani. Right. Hmm. I'm just saying, I could be a national sports writer and Cooper could be a WWE or AEW writer. There you go. Just saying because... Uh, Heck, I'd even like to work with an indie promotion. It don't matter, man. We're just I saying. Mean, how, how do you get big anyways? You got to start somewhere, right? That's right. Jason Dugan. That's your cue. <laughs> That's your cue, Jason. <laughs> we miss you, bro. We want to do an interview again. We'll talk yes. about that later. Yes. But, uh, yeah, man, so I can't wait to talk about that because that's going to be fun to talk about. And then, of course, we'll be back on Sunday with more baseball basketball talk because uh, the Rams won't be on Sunday night football, so we won't be distracted with uh, Sunday night game. <laughs> yeah, you guys kind of had to give us a little bit of leeway. You know, it's the, the opening week of football, you know, everybody, we kind of went crazy. We had, we made a whole day of it. Needless to say, big man in his football, he went a little cray-cray, not going to lie, <laughs> with what happened Saturday. Oh, yeah. With what happened on Sunday Night Football. Oh, yes. I was floating on air. <laughs> I'm still kind of floating too. on air. Me too. Yes, the only disappointment for us team-wise was the Jaguars. Yeah, um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be bad to talk about. I'm not really happy with all that right now. No, but Cooper sure is happy that his Minnesota Viking prediction is still going. That's the only prediction still going. So whatever. <laughs> oh, and. The- Honestly, the Saints look It was good. like the Twilight Zone this weekend, dude. I was like, what the hell is going on with this? We're going to talk about this tomorrow, but basically I'm going to explain why the hell I was scared by Sunday night. All right, dude, that's it. Let's that's let's it. wrap it up. we got to wrap this up or yeah. we're going to get into it. Yeah, I know, right? We're going to already start the episode right now. Let's just do it. Let's, knock let's it just do it. Forget it. Combinate baseball, basketball talk, NASCAR, NFL talk. <laughs> just kidding. Or football talk, actually. It's college football. And, yeah. Anyways. So that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking sports. 
Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwit.com. Cooper in Big Man, that's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.